On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and movie DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome to another episode of On Screen and Beyond. My name's Brian Zemrak. I'm the host of the show. And uh, this is episode two. And we want to thank you for uh, those of you that listened to episode one, downloaded it. Uh, we finally got it onto iTunes. And uh, all of a sudden, boom, we got a big jump in the number of people downloading it. And uh, we want to welcome you all and hope you continue to listen to the show. Hope we bring you some information that you like and some interviews that uh, you find interesting. But what I would like to do also is... Uh, let you ask some questions, uh, uh, either about upcoming movies, uh, if you have questions of if something's going to be made or anything like that, any, any things that you've heard about, and you can email those questions to me. Or, if you'd like, you can even record yourself and send it as an attachment to me, and maybe we'll put you on asking the question yourself, all right? And you can, like I say, all you got to do is record that as an MP3 and send it as an attachment, and uh, we will put it on, you know, a future podcast with your question and you asking it. And you can send me those emails, the emails to feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, all right? So once again, that's feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and we'll see what we can come up with. And uh, in today's episode, episode two, we are looking at an interview later on with two of the stars of the Porky's movies. And uh, it's, what, the 25th anniversary, I believe, this year of uh, that, those movies. And um, we have Dan Monahan and Wyatt Knight, who will be talking about their careers and also uh, about the time when they uh, were filming that movie and all the fun times they had and crazy times and everything. I think you'll find it interesting, and that's going to be coming up a little bit later on. Remakes, we've got all kinds of them coming your way, um, and uh, that leads us to, once again, the question that is out on the website for the survey. And what we'd like you to do, I haven't changed it yet because being the first episode, we had to sort of get it out there so people knew it was there. And we'll continue on this this episode with the same question. And on the next episode, episode three, I will give you the results of that. And I will also be giving you the next survey that we'll be asking. But this survey is, the question is, do you think Hollywood should be making all these remakes? Okay, like The Day the Earth Stood Still and um, The Wolfman and uh, what else was there? there was, there's been so many remakes, it's, it's unbelievable. And we've got some more coming up in just a moment to let you know about because it never seems to stop. But um, if you like them, you can check off Yes, I like the remakes, or you can check that no, they just ruin them. Whichever you like, whatever you prefer, let me know. We're just going to sort of let people know what's going on. All right, that's at uh, our website, onscreenandbeyond.com. Just go there, scroll down on the first page, and you will see right there, along with the episode that you can download if you'd like, you can go and click on... Um, just at the bottom, rather, you can get the uh, survey, and you can just click on you like them or you don't. Um, one other thing I have to mention, we have two versions of the podcast. One of them is MP3 format. That is on our website, okay? Generally, everybody can read an MP3 format, okay? And you just go to our website and you can download it there. Or you can go to iTunes 
and you'll get what's called an enhanced podcast. Generally, most MP3 players can play them. They're an M4A format. But what those give you the ability, if you are listening to it on iTunes, down in the corner you'll see pictures of either whatever I've put up, whether it's the people I've Tom talking to or pictures of uh, whatever subject we're talking about. They, there can be pictures of what's going on. So that's a little bit of enhancement that you can get by listening to it on iTunes. Of course, you can go to iTunes and go to the podcast area and you could subscribe to the podcast there. So, but that is an M4A format. Uh, like I say, most most uh, players can read that, uh, but um, if you can't, then you just go to our website and you get the MP3 format of it. Either way, hopefully you enjoy it. All right, coming up next, we are now going into Remake Madness. Please hang up and try again. Oh, remakes, remakes, and more remakes. Hollywood just doesn't seem to want to stop. Sometimes we wish they would. Sometimes it's good. But uh, sometimes you think, why are they ever doing that over again? One of the ones that's coming up in just a month or so is a new Will Smith movie called I Am Legend. Now, that's a new name, but it's actually a remake of a 1964 movie when it was originally made by Vincent Price called The Last Man on Earth. Then in 1971, an even bigger hit version of that called The Omega Man with Charlton Heston. Okay, and it's all based on a book by Richard Matheson. And uh, the Will Smith version, like I said, is called I Am Legend. And it's, uh, it looks like it's going to be a good, good version of it. Uh, they, they keep changing the name, and each time it seems to be getting better. And a lot of times the remakes are made, and they're, eh, you know, so-so. But they're uh, not as good. But this one, uh, it, you know, Will Smith's a big drawer, and uh, it's probably going to be a good movie. So you might want to check that one out. Also, The Day of the Dead, a remake of George Romero's second version, I think it was, not a second version, but a sequel to his uh, Night of Living Dead, rather. And um, that one's coming up, but there's no release date on that yet. That's just in the works, and that's Day of the Dead. And uh, this one, I don't know. It's one of those ones that uh, you wonder why. Alfred Hitchcock, they're going to remake him. They're going to make remake The Birds. All right, it's a classic movie from Alfred Hitchcock from 1963, but this time it'll star Naomi Watts, and it's set for release in July of 2009. So we'll see what happens with that one. And also, back in the in 1980, there was a movie, horror slasher movie called Prom Night. All right, and they're remaking that. It's set for April 11th of 2008. Those remakes that are coming your way, and we'll keep you informed right here on On Screen and Beyond. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Up and coming movies that are heading your way. Some of these border on being uh, sequels, prequels, remakes, 
whatever you want to call them. But uh, it's just a continuation of a franchise that's been doing good, so they're just continuing with it. December 25th, 2008, it looks like Star Trek is being remade. Or actually not remade, but uh, the earlier version of the original Star Trek, all right? There'll be a Spock, a Kirk, and a whole bunch. Uh, but it's when they meet, I guess that's what it's looking at. They're being real hush-hush on this one, so we really don't know exactly what it's going to be. Uh, we understand that Lennon Nimoy is going to be in it, uh, but William Shatner is a little upset because uh, he hasn't been. Uh, he, he was in talks, but it never came through so far. So um, we'll see what happens with that one. But like I said, that's sort of like a prequel to the original TV series when Spock and Kirk's first met. At least that's what we hear at this time. Another one that's coming out is um, Justice League of America. All the superheroes, they're all going to be together. The Superman, Batman, the whole works, Wonder Woman. They'll be there, and uh, that movie's going to be coming out a little bit later on. Love Guru. Mike Myers starts out with a new movie in 2008, coming up in June 20th. It'll star Jessica Alba and Ben Kingsley and Justin Timberlake. So that should be kind of a quite of a wide range of actors there. Ben Kingsley and Justin Timberlake. You know, that's that's quite a distance there. But um, that's going to be coming up, like I said, June 20th of 2008. Be Kind Rewind is a new movie coming out January 25th. It's a new Jack Black movie. And what it is, the premise behind it, from what we understand, is his brain becomes a big magnet. It's, a mag- it's magnetized. And he walks into a friend's video store, and it wipes out all the videos in the store. So in order to keep the customers happy, they have to recreate every movie that they had in the store, and every film will be remade by them. So it's kind of a funny premise. Uh, We'll see what happens with that. And uh, January 18th of 2008, a giant monster attacks New York City in a highly secretive J.J. Abrams film. Now, you know J.J. Abrams. He's one of the guys that uh, is doing Lost, the TV show. And he's done all kinds of other movies and things. But um, right now it's so, you know, hush-hush. But the title... Uh, they haven't even really released it. Uh, there's a couple of things being thrown around, like uh, Cloverfield and Monstrous, uh, uh, but there's all kinds of things. Those are just two of the names that they're throwing around. But it's really hush-hush. Um, so we'll keep an eye out for that one. And it's coming up fairly soon, really. So, uh, But that's it for Up and Coming. Rumors. We've got all kinds of rumors that are coming your way. Jerry Bruckheimer... Looks like he's, uh, you know, Jerry Bruckheimer is uh, from Pirates of the Caribbean. He's the producer and, and director of different movies and things like that. And he's looking at doing The Lone Ranger, okay? The Lone Ranger. And uh, let's see, what else do we have in the rumor mill? It's uh, Dallas, okay? This is a movie version of the 80s TV show. Uh, it may be on for 2008 filming start. But it's been on and off for a couple of years, so nobody even knows. At one time, they were talking about having all these big stars star in it. Uh, then now we've heard that they're uh, everybody's they've thrown all that idea out, and they're going to go with uh, lesser-known people. Not necessarily unknowns, but lesser-knowns. There's talk of uh, John Travolta still being in it as one of the big stars, uh, that he might even play J.R. Um, and then there's also rumors that um, James Brolin will play Jock Ewing. Um, so we'll let you keep uh, keep you informed on that one and see what happens. And 
a classic Spielberg movie. They're already going to be remaking his movies. I don't know why. But uh, Poltergeist, they're looking at doing, redoing that movie. Uh, so we'll keep an eye out on that one, too. That's uh, Of course, any of these movies, uh, even the ones that are confirmed, uh, could be shelved at any time. They could be changed as far as the release date. The actors could be changed. It's the movie business, so you never know what's going to happen. They could be bouncing these things around, uh, just throwing them out, not even doing them, having them all made, and then not put it out. You never know. But uh, we'll keep you informed and let you know what's going on. All right? That's about it for the rumor mill and... Um, up and coming, and we'll be back in just a minute with some more on On Screen and Beyond. Sequels, sequels, and more sequels. It just never stops, just like remakes. Sequels that are coming your way May 16th, 2008. C.S. Lewis's fantasy characters come back to life once again in the next installment of the Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. All right, That's coming out May 16th, 2008. And it looks like Ron Howard is moving on to a sequel of The Da Vinci Code. And this, of course, will be the next book uh, called Angels and Demons, and it's slated for 2008 release in December. So from what I understand, February is the start date for the filming, so they're going to be rushing on that one. Also on the way, Happy Feet 2. Of course, Happy Feet was a was a big hit, and uh, looks like they're going to be Happy Feet too, and they'll be happy all the way to the bank, I guess. And coming up, something that hasn't been around for a while, but uh, is sort of a classic or cult classic, I should say. Originally, it was uh, Mel Gibson, but there'll be a new face on the way coming in as Mad Max in the new movie Mad Max Four. And in two thousand eight, you can also look for Harry Potter Six. And that's it for sequels. Coming up next, what's coming out on TV DVDs. Coming up on TV DVD releases, it's always kind of fun to listen to these and find out what's coming up because uh, a lot of these things bring back memories of when you were a kid or or what you heard your parents talking about or whatever, depending on uh, you know what movie it is, uh, TV show rather it is. But... Um, this one, uh, animation of the Smurfs, the little blue people there. Well, Season 1, Volume 1 will be coming out on February 26, 2008. It's uh, going to be a release with two-disc set, and there'll be 19 shows in there. All 19 shows of those little blue people. Um, Army Wives, which was a big show on the Lifetime, and uh, it's rumored... Uh, that uh, the release is coming out on DVD. Possible release date is late February of 2008. Okay, that's I believe that's right around the time when they're going to be having the um, the new season start for that. So uh, that's usually what they do is they throw it out right around the time of the uh, release. So it sort of spurs a little little action for them so they can get uh, some sales and they can get people to watch the show and all that sort of stuff. Also, a rumored DVD release that's coming out uh, early 2008, possibly, is uh, a TV show which has been out for uh, been on rather for six years, starting its seventh year, but not yet out on DVD. It's Jim Belushi, according to Jim. Now that's not out on DVD yet, but uh, it is rumored that it'll be coming out the early part of 2008. So uh, if you like that show, that's coming your way, and. Uh, 
Season 2 of Two and a Half Men, a crazy show, is coming out on January 8th, 2008. So if you're a fan of that show, that's coming your way. And a show from the 80s. I think it was the 80s. Might have been early 90s. I think it was the 80s. Uh, Perfect Strangers. Uh, remember Balky and, and all those guys? The Complete Season 1 and 2 is coming out on February 5th, 2008. And then also one more TV release for today will be Galactica 1980. Now, if you're a fan of Battlestar Galactica, the newer version, of course, that's a remake of the old Battlestar Galactica, but snuggled in between there in 1980, there was a short-lived series. That's why it's a complete series, because it didn't last very long. Um, There was uh, the show called Galactica 1980, and uh, it sort of brought back most of the characters, or at least Lauren Green as Adama. And uh, there was one episode where they brought back um, Dirk Benedict, I think his name was. But they've got other people in there. I think one of the guys from Emergency was on there or something. But anyways, uh, that'll be coming out for those of you that uh, are fans of uh, the Battlestar Galactica shows. So uh, that's it for TV releases. Now, DVD releases that are coming your way. We have a few of them here that we're going to let you know about. Let's see here. Coming up on November 13th, 2007, 1952's With a Song in My Heart. Now, it's an old movie, but uh, if you're a film fanatic, you know, or a film lover, and you like old movies and things, that's a a classic movie that you might want to get a hold of. And November 20th, 2007, Santa Claus 3 will be coming your way. The Escape Clause. Okay? Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause. And um, in the next couple of weeks, uh, or a month or so here, um, I also had a chance to interview Art LaFleur, who plays the Tooth Fairy on that, uh, in that series of uh, Santa Claus movies. And uh, we'll have an interview with him. And uh, we hope you'll listen to that one. That'll be coming up in a future episode. And let's see, what else we got coming? December 3rd, we have uh, Transformers coming out on DVD. Uh, December 11th, we have Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. December 18th, we have two movies coming out. We have The Simpsons Movie and also Underdog. Those will both be coming out on December 18th. All those are coming your way just before Christmas here, so they can get the Christmas rush and get you to buy them and all that. And then on, uh, let's see, January 8th, 310 to Yuma with Christian Bale, uh, Peter Fonda, Russell Crowe, all those guys are in that. And that's coming out on January 8th. That's it right now for DVD releases coming up in just a minute. We'll be having the interview with those two crazy guys from Porky's coming up right here on On Screen and Beyond. On this episode of On Screen and Beyond, we have two guests. We have Dan Monahan and Wyatt Knight from Porky's. Welcome, guys. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> this, trust me, I've spent a couple of days with these guys, and things can get a bit, a bit wild. You don't. You can't prove that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have pictures, yeah, do you? Yeah, pictures. I'm not copping to anything. <laughs> okay. Um, First off, let people know who you were in Porky's. Well, okay, I'll go first. I was Wendy. No, I, I'm, my name is Dan. I'm Dan. This is not on camera, so they have to do the voice. I'm Dan, and I play Pee Wee. I'm Dan, and I play Wyatt. No, I'm Wyatt, and I play Tommy. Tommy. 
So how been a long life for him. <laughs> <laughs> what was the experience? It looked like such a fun movie. Uh, the the movie was great. Uh, the six of us together living in a house through the process of making the movie was even more fun for us. And um, the you know we did a lot of partying and <laughs> property damage. And uh, I'd like to go back there and do this again, <laughs> like we did yesterday. I don't think we could. <laughs> yeah, as he said, it was for a lot of us. It was a a first-time experience being away from home on a set doing a movie. I know it was for me. It was my first. Well, it wasn't my first movie, but it was certainly first major role in a mm -hmm. movie, and uh, where we actually got to go down there and rehearse for what two weeks or so. Yeah, we, something two weeks. The interesting thing about the movie was we were encouraged to misbehave, which is not the usually norm. the way it is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Usually they say, we don't want you to misbehave, we don't want you to get in trouble. We were encouraged to go ahead and misbehave. You guys need more per diem to get in trouble because you're not getting in enough trouble. Yeah. In fact, it was Bob's idea to put us in the house together, which was really sick. And so Dan's idea to, to beach that rent-a-car. <laughs> <laughs> so you actually were all living in the same house while the movie was being done? With the exception of Wendy and Scott Columbia. Right. All the rest of us. There was Wyatt, myself, Roger, Mark, Tony, Cyril, and Boyd. So right. it was sort of like right. Animal House. Let I me imagine. tell you something. It was much crazier than Animal House. That's right. It was much more fun than Animal House. That's right. And that's our story, and we're sticking to it. It's funny because after about a week, people started walking down the beach because we had a house right on the beach. Yeah, it was beautiful. People started walking down the beach, and they would stare up at the house. <laughs> And they would all sort of count how many windows had been knocked out. Oh, oh there's another one that got knocked out. Oh, there's one that got knocked out. Oh, a door came off over uh, there. That's true. That's a true story. It was, I rem do you remember the dress? I remember the dress. The address of the place? 72 Atlantic when you Way. you said dress, I thought no, you were talking no, about Mark. A dress. <laughs> that's what I... I was kind of wondering. I was talking about the skirt. <laughs> Not the dress. It's the skirt. Yeah. No, 72 Atlantic Way. Never forget that address. It was a great place, and we actually we we didn't take advantage of. We actually we were on the water, and I believe we had a boat back there that we never went out in. Probably probably a smart <laughs> idea. Probably a good idea we didn't. It was a sailboat. Remember, it was right on the dock. Don't you remember that? No. No oh, man, I do. It was pretty far back in the backyard. But it was way back there. Was well, I, I was talking to your wife yesterday when we were in the in the lounge, and she was saying that when you get together, it, it's that's the way you are. What people see on the film is what you guys are. You're, you're as crazy as what was I. Well, we're a bunch of guys that like to have fun, and when you put six guys together that like to have fun, you know, things happen. And we're also a little competitive, so if somebody does something funny, somebody has to do something funnier. Yeah. If somebody jumps off the table, somebody's got to get on the roof and jump <laughs> off it. And that's really pretty much how it was. You know, it's... It, he, it, he captured lightning in a bottle is what he did. He brought five, six personalities together that for some reason worked and there was never nary a problem personally with any on it. We all got along. We all played really hard. But we all worked really hard too. I you know, I really mean that. We worked really hard. Especially in the first one. Second one and eh, we didn't work so hard. But the first one we worked our asses off. I mean we, we were partied our asses off too. And and, and the, the amazing thing was we were absolutely together every minute yeah. except the time we slept when we were on the set working 
you know, in most cases, they bring you in, you stand around, they figure out how they want to do the lights, and then they tell you, go, you know, go take a break, go somewhere, lay down. We didn't have that luxury. We stood in for ourselves. Yeah. So we stood in front of the lights for an hour before we did anything. And, um, Which is why Tony only needed four or five takes to get each line, because <laughs> he was there an hour beforehand. Yeah, yeah, except for that one time where he took, what was it, like 43 there, takes? 43 takes for one line yeah. on the beach. But That's that was right. for the second one, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, it wasn't we were melting. But the, we stood in for ourselves. Yeah, we did. We, you know. Wyatt and I actually, in the house, we shared a room together. We were like, we shared a room. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody had their own except us. <laughs> and the amazing thing was everybody got along. Yeah, it was. And it was a great time. And a lot of people don't realize this. If you really, well, you'll see it tonight again, the film. But most of it's at night. So the majority of our shooting schedule, we didn't get to the set till about four thirty, five o'clock in the afternoon. Dude, makeup, sat around till it started to get dark, and then started working. So we would film all night. Hmm. Well, once we were done filming, we had a little too much energy. We couldn't go to bed, right. so we would actually we would go home and cocktails, orange juice, and tequila, watch the sun come up, and then I would send. I would remember I used to head off to the golf course after That's that, right. play nine holes, come home and collapse, hmm. and we'd sleep all day. But about seven weeks was shot at night, wasn't it? Yeah. It was so much fun. We'll be back with more of our guests right after this short break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, by the time you got to Porky's three, were you still we were old? We're <laughs> <laughs> really old. Yeah. Were you, you know, still as energetic about the film? Uh, you know, having a third one or, or being the, those characters where it's starting to get a little thin? Or? No, by the third one, from, I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for what, but for the third one, we st- certainly had our relationships. We were certainly still best friends. We still certainly partied a little bit, but I, the work wasn't as important for the third one, at least for me. It was more about a paycheck at that time. I think, to be totally honest, although. I mean, we, we worked hard, but it was just a, it was different because we had the we had the two twenty six weeks of working together going into that. Yeah. So we're actually well, and also even on the the second movie it wasn't the same. The second movie was not the same. It was we came together. I mean, if if you look at it from a standpoint of a relationship has a life, and that first movie was in our relationship was everybody as friends falling in love with each other and it's that initial period you know when you first start dating everything's great everybody's wonderful fabulous da 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 by the time we got to the second movie it was a year and a half later right. we, we all had been friends we'd been hanging out for a long time everybody knew everybody it wasn't like you had to stick around and and form the bond we already had it people were off doing whatever they wanted yeah, to do yeah and, and it, i mean look if you look at all three movies it's clearly the first movie is magic and this two and three are just, eh, what, what, they are what they are. Um, and so that process of creating those characters and the script, how we breathed life into that script the first time, it's like, it's like it, I, I liken it to baseball. I mean, 
your first hit is in the big leagues is that amazing experience, and the second hit time you get it, it, it can't feel the same way. And at least for me, like I said, for me, the second one didn't feel like the first for me, and the third didn't feel like the first for me. Nothing ever, but any movie I've ever did before that or since, I never had a feeling like that. Mm. I mean, although I mean, I wasn't cognizant that we were we had captured lightning in a bottle. I just knew it was something different and something special. Yeah. At least for me. And you're all still friends. You you no. see each other once. No, no you're not. No, 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 no. That's why and I have been. We are, we've stayed pretty close the entire time. Um, I still play pretty tight with Mark the entire time. Um, but everybody goes their separate ways. They get married. They have kids. They have their lives and stuff. So I mean, you, you can't continue to do what we did until you, in, into your fifties. You just can't do it. Although we're doing a pretty good job. <laughs> <laughs> Although here we've had three days <laughs> of some of the old. Yeah, but I mean, it's but yeah, we all have. We still we still all deeply deeply care about one another. Um, why and I talk on the phone two times a day at least. <laughs> That's sick. That depends. <laughs> on, that depends on which one has the best joke. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> hey, did I tell you about? Never mind. No, we <laughs> better not go there. This one. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and I still and, and Mark, I talk to him on a daily basis. Um, Tony, I don't talk to as much, but I do still talk to him. Roger, you know, Roger's back east, so we don't get to talk to him as much. Although when he's out, we play golf and stuff. And Cyril, I talk to a little bit, but for the most part, it's. Me, White, and Mark probably stayed the closest, I would imagine. Yeah, and I'm, I'm kind of the hub of the wheel. Everybody uh, connects with me all the time, and, um, and I love it because I love all the guys. And obviously, in terms of geographics, and, um, you know, Danny and I have a really strong bond because, what the hell, we, we lived in a room together for eight and a half weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's different. That's right. <clears throat> we know what every fart the other smells like, you know? <laughs> I never farted. In that, room. <laughs> that was just that was, me. That was just you. God, that was just you. I'm, I'm good, aren't I? I'm really good. Uh, now, one of the things is, of course, just recently Bob Clark passed away in a tragic accident. Um, how was your relationship with with Bob? Bob was Uncle Bubba. He was, you know, uh, we played poker once a week at his house for how many years? Twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I mean. Bob had his life too, though he was yeah. still trying to maintain his career, and obviously, you know. But uh, yeah, he was he was always Bubba. <laughs> he was he was. It is such a tragedy, and, and of course with his son too. Ariel. Yeah, yeah. So much to live for. Twenty-two years old, just yeah. snuffed out like that. Sad. So anyway, yes. There's just sometimes there's no reason. There's no way of understanding. Can't why figure that one happens. out. No. Can't figure that one out. No, it's just wrong. Now. I noticed that you've done more work after, uh, mm -hmm. in, and I was looking things over. You played Tom Sawyer? Well, that was actually the first, I think that was the first thing I ever did. No, that's not true. I did a, a movie with Brooke Shields was the first movie I ever did that never got released. Uh, that was for NBC Schick You had a couple of love scenes with her in that, didn't you? I played her boyfriend. I kissed her. I, I kissed her on screen. I ruined her. You're good. Thank you. Um, she, and by the way, she's absolute joy. That girl. I, I love Brooke Shields. She was so. She was such a sweet kid at, at the time. But anyway, uh, yes, I did. I played Tom Sawyer in The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. It was for NBC. It was a you know like a movie, but it was I think it was for NBC. So yeah, Tom Sawyer. So, 
why, how did you begin your career? What, what was the first thing that you did? Um, I was actually... Um, did that play with Henry Fonda? I did a play with Henry Fonda, but the first thing I actually did was um, I was in acting school and, uh, and uh, I, I had a little bit of an attitude. <laughs> <laughs> and they used to uh, assign us roles to play. And um, the first three roles I got were theater roles, and it was always fat, 50, and drunk, which I could play easily now. But back then, <laughs> it's, it's a stretch. For you, a know, you know, at 19, 20 years old, you, you thought, well, you know, wait a second. Um, and I, uh, one day I went into the uh, executive director's office, which no one ever did, and I stomped my feet like a petulant child and I said I'm tired of getting these stupid roles playing fat 50 and drunk and uh, I sure hope the next series of plays I get a good young character and he looked at me and he said well, let me see the schedule hmm no no he said but you know you've been playing fat 50 and drunk so often I'll tell you what I'm gonna get you a job so he got me a job on a radio show and I played 12 different characters in one day and he handed me a paycheck of about 400 bucks which is a lot of money then a lot of money in 1977 when you know you were a punk kid waiting tables and going to school and so he handed me the the check and he said now all those people that are razzing you about paying playing fat 50 and drunk because all the other actors were getting these fabulous roles they were playing Cyrano and Romeo and you know and I'm I'm playing fat 50 and Sir drunk. Toby Belch <laughs> Sir Toby Belch yes and I wasn't really very good <laughs> and he said take the paycheck and just show them that you're already getting paid as an actor and see what they say about that <clears throat> so that was my first gig and then he, he really hooked me at that point he was a really brilliant guy um, Michael Toma and um, he he just was a brilliant, brilliant guy. He's yeah, still he, alive? He's not. Yeah. He passed away several years ago. But uh, when he knew I was unhappy, he not only got me that job, but he allowed me to go and finish school without paying tuition, <laughs> which I couldn't tell anybody, you know? You know it's so funny you said $400 in 1977. That's, uh, that's the year I graduated from college, and I moved to New York. And I went to, to New York. I'm a little boy from Ohio. You know, Olmstead Falls, Ohio. I go to New York City. I went with three hundred dollars. Wow, that's all. I mean, that all the money in the world that I had saved—three hundred dollars. <laughs> Pretty pathetic. And interestingly enough, I still have that same three hundred, but that's all I have. Yeah. <laughs> three hundred bucks. I'm going in with three hundred. I'm coming out with three hundred. <laughs> but it, it's amazing to think how you know those times. That was so much fun. So Dan, Dan how, what was your first experience? Same thing. I was, you know, I was in, I was in, in, in I went to school at Ohio University. I was in the professional actor training program, studio as it's called, and they sort of booted me out the, for the last year. I was going to, I was going to be able to do, do another year and get a master's degree. And then, the they called me into the office at the end of my uh, senior year, and they said, you know, this is just not right for you. And I said, what are you talking about? And they said, well, you've missed a lot of acting classes. You know, it, it seems like, you know. They, they said I, was late, I wasn't dedicated and all that other stuff. And this gentleman, I, I don't want to use his name, but he, they threw me out of the program. But the beautiful, beautiful part of this story is he called me about, oh, 
I would say eight years after they threw me out of the program and he called me up when I was in New York and he asked me if he could get him an interview with my agent. <laughs> Payback's a bitch. <laughs> but I was nice. I said, well, you know, I don't think this is going to work right for you. Pat. But um, same thing, you know, like I said, I went to New York with $300 in my pocket and a dream. And, um, you know, I, I, was, I got very lucky. I got very lucky. I, you know, met a really nice manager there. She's still... She was my manager when I left the business, Helene Sokol. Um, I've been with her for 30 years. And in fact, most people get a hold of me through her because they go on you know, IMDb mm -hmm. to track me down. She calls me up about two weeks ago and says, this casting director wants to see you. I go, Helene, you've got to be kidding me. Because of this, this movie I did 30 years ago, called, or was it, 25 years ago? Yes, called Porky's. And, they just, and it's funny because all the little kids that snuck to see the movie are now... Like executives, you know, and they're tra tracking us down, which I find interesting. But I don't know. I don't want to chase it anymore. I'm tired. Tired of the chase. Well, I want to thank you too for chatting with us here today. And thank you. I appreciate it. Just want to say we're having a great time in Livermore. This is a fabulous festival. That all the people down here are so nice. And the boys that run it are really nice too. Yeah, nice fellows. Yeah. And uh, if you get a chance, you got to come down. Thank you, sir. Thanks. Thank you very much. Yep. And there it is, the interview with uh, Dan Monahan and uh, Wyatt Knight, a couple of crazy guys, nice guys too. And they were from the classic comedy Porky's, and of course Porky's 2 and Porky's 3. So the, those are some uh, really funny movies. If you get a chance, get them on DVD if you haven't seen them, uh, or look uh, you know, on TV to see if it's going to be on any, any of the channels that are out there. And... Um, it's 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 really a riot. Uh, it's just uh, they had. It, if you watch the movie, you'll see what and listen to the interview. You'll see how you know they really had a good time making that film, and uh, they were a great bunch of guys. And um, we want to thank them for joining us and uh, talking to us, giving us some time. And that just about does it for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. Once again, I want to remind you that I uh, hope you can go over to the website onscreenandbeyond.com and take our survey. Do you think Hollywood should be remaking movies, remakes, such as The Day the Earth Stood Still, The Wolfman, um, The Birds, that was just announced, uh, like I had said, coming up or, you know, a little bit earlier in the show, and uh, I Am Legend, which is a remake of The Last Man on Earth, and uh, Omega Man, just a different title, uh, The Day of the Dead, um, which is you know a remake of George Romero's Day of the Dead and all those. But anyways, all those remakes, should they be making them? Do you like them when they come out? Things like that. Tell us what you think. And uh, also, email me any questions you have at uh, feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And if you'd like, you could ask a question in the email. Or if you want, make yourself a little audio clip of your question. Attach it as an MP3. Send it to me. And we'll put you in on the next uh, podcast. Just uh, you know, just say who you are and whatever, whatever your question is, and uh, we'll we'll get you on here and let everybody hear you. So, want to thank you for listening, and uh, until next time, take care. Uh -huh.